Statistically, this is the week that New Year goals go to die. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know that goal that you told yourself that this is the year that you're never going to turn in an assignment late and you've already missed that syllabus quiz. Well, don't worry, because this episode, we've got a few ways to make sure that you hit those goals this year. The number one thing that you need to be doing, and it sounds so cliche when I say it, but it makes such a huge difference, is literally you just need to write down your goals. It's been proven by psychologists that if you write down your goals, you increase your chances of hitting them. And honestly, I've tried it out personally, and I can tell you it actually works. Last year, I had a whole whiteboard full of goals, both for my professional and personal life. Before then, I had never written down my goals and I probably hit some of them, but most likely I didn't hit any of my goals. But after writing them down, to my surprise, when I looked at the board at the end of the year, I had marked off 78% of the goals that I'd written down on that board. Obviously, if you just write down your goals, they won't magically just happen. But I think there's something there where because since you're seeing your goals every single day since they're written down, you become more determined to hit them. But all right, before you write down your goals, you need to figure out what your goals actually are. So setting goals has actually been quite challenging. I wasn't always very good at it. Um, I found that kind of when you get too aspirational and too ambitious and almost too much of a perfectionist, you end up being almost obsessed with setting goals that are way too far in the future. So it's kind of definitely letting perfect be the enemy of the good. So the goals were all big, hairy, audacious goals. And sometimes when they're that big, it's hard to kind of figure out what to do next. So um, I just kind of found that, you know, the goals that I was setting when I was younger kind of weren't, didn't kind of lend themselves to being action oriented. I love this tip from Mahul, who is the co-founder of the Day One Accelerator, because being ambitious is great, but you need to be realistic at the same time. If you just aim too high all the time, you might get anxiety to reach your goals, then give yourself analysis paralysis, and then you might just end up giving up. Here's how you can start to think about it. I have noticed that the simpler I make the goal-setting experience and process, and the easier it is for me to actually track my goals, the more likely I am to do it. So instead of having that goal of getting a six pack, maybe you start off with the goal of going to the gym two times a week. And once you hit that consistently, you can up it to three times a week. And after that, maybe the goal is to finally get that six pack. Well, setting goals actually has made life easier in that when you set the right goals and they're achievable, when you hit them, they actually give you kind of an opportunity to celebrate. And I think they almost serve as like pit stops. You know, you can kind of set goals on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, whatever that looks like. Even if you have a bunch of work to do on a Saturday, I like setting goals on, you know, things I'd like to get done by noon, things I'd like to get done by 3 p.m. And so when you get to noon, you can figure out whether you've kind of crossed all the things off your list or not. And if you have, kind of there's an opportunity to pat yourself on the back a little bit and it kind of helps build confidence in that your ability to set goals and achieve them. These simple goals give you the momentum and allow you to celebrate the little wins along the way while you're still working towards that ultimate goal. Now, if you find yourself struggling to keep up with your goals, listen to this piece of advice from Kareem who is helping students achieve their goals of landing job interviews. 
one important and I think super underappreciated concept that I've been thinking about recently, and it applies to goal setting, is opportunity cost, which is the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen. The way it applies to goals is you should always be asking yourself what else you can spend your time on that might have a higher return on investment. This applies to pursuing goals because some goals have a much higher return on investment than others. And it's just important to to actually remember that as you hustle towards one specific goal. When you start to think about the effort towards obtaining your goals as trade-offs, you might start to restructure some of the things that you do because you realize that they aren't really helping you achieve those goals. An easy way to structure your goals is to make sure that they're measurable. For example, if you have a goal like get better at marketing or learning how to code, those are good. But if you changed it to selling $1,000 worth of product using social media marketing or learning how to scrape emails off of LinkedIn with code, those are things that are actually tangible that you can say that you either hit or you missed it. And having something tangible is extremely important because I'm going to finish off this episode with two final pieces of advice from Rahul and Kareem. Well, I think where students probably fall short in goal setting is I think putting the pieces together. I kind of call it playing chess and checkers at the same time. Like, you know, like I said earlier, if you end up just setting short-term goals, it's kind of hard to figure out what the plan or the strategy is. And if you only set long-term goals, those end up being very hard to kind of put into action because you don't really know what to do next. I think the balance is, you know, setting the long-term goal so whether that's over a semester or a month or, you know, if you want to make a varsity sports team or whatever that looks like, the idea is to set the big goal and then work backwards and figure out what you need to do. If you're able to then start hitting those, then it feels like you're on the right track. But if not, you might have to go back to the drawing board and say, is the big goal off or are the small goals not the right ones in the right order? And I think without doing both of those things at the same time, you could really feel like goal setting is kind of this empty exercise and you end up just kind of abandoning it. I used to think that goals were set in stone and if you didn't hit them, then you were a failure. That mentality would crush me and anytime I didn't hit a goal, I would just get mad at myself. And with Rahul's advice, it's the opposite. Yes, you should work hard to try and hit the goals that you set for yourself and you should get a little angry that you didn't hit them. But... The place where many students go wrong is that they don't reflect on why they might have not hit that goal so that next time they don't end up changing anything and they end up not hitting their goal again. Being self-aware enough to realize that you played too much Xbox or you went out one night too much or maybe you ate too much fast food that month is so important when it comes to hitting your goals. Maybe not that month, but for the next one. So instead of getting mad at yourself for not reaching the goal, figure out why you didn't reach it so that the next time you can't. Humans in general should probably turn off all their notifications on their phone and their email so they can stay focused on their work and then set up specific times to actually look up their phone uh, and their email. And the reason this is important is because in order to get into deep work, which is a state where you're very focused on one problem or one idea, you need to you know, overcome that uncomfortable bump when you first start work and you need to be really focused 
on the task at hand and getting pings on your phone, which is effectively uh, dopamine hits, cuts off that focus. This is such a solid place to end because we would all probably be better off if we followed Kareem's advice. Put your phone on do not disturb for when you're working on whatever it is. It's going to increase your productivity like you've never seen before. And I know, a lot of these tips will seem really simple and you'd be right. But a lot of the simple things are what lay the foundation for you to be able to do the complicated things later on. Think about it. How could you do calculus without mastering addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division? Well, that's about it. I'm out. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all, so make sure you check out our website www.getchillgrindup.com and follow us on all social media platforms at getchillgrindup. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.